All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing out there? Uh, appreciate you joining us today. I'm actually getting this thing done early on a Thursday. A lot of you know, for who have been listening for a while, that my Wednesdays are so slammed. I do a couple other podcasts, big handicapping day. So it's like, you know, it's not super uncommon that I'll get the Wednesday show done early on a Thursday. But on today's podcast, we're going to talk about why I generally don't bet the NBA. You know, I've heard from a couple of you, uh, several of you have asked me why this is, you know, hey, you're going to give this pick out. And uh, so we'll talk about that, you know, why I generally won't bet the NBA. Maybe I'll give a couple picks. You know, I don't want to completely shut myself off from it. But there's reasons why I'm going to stay away from the NBA and I bet other sports primarily for, uh, for, for my job. So let's talk about that, you know, because a lot of people out there love the NBA. It's one of the most popular sports. And that actually has a big reason to do with why I don't bet it that much. You know, the sports that I bet, I bet a lot of different sports. And you don't always get this. Sometimes for professional sports bettors, you get more of a focus. And I would say I'm one of the... the Betters who actually kind of branches out a little bit, given what is considered to be normal in this industry. You know, I will bet uh, my my best sports are the NHL. You know, I do the best in the NHL and soccer, English Premier League, and then the second division of English soccer, which is the called the English Championship. Those are probably the the sports I do the best in NHL, and then those two soccer leagues. But uh, I also bet a decent amount of college football. I bet uh, a lot of N- MLB, right, Major League Baseball college basketball, NFL, things like this. And the NFL is few and far between. But those are the sports I bet, right? I bet a decent amount. But the reason why I will avoid the NBA actually comes down to two things. Uh, The first one is the models that I use, the way I do things, the way I approach handicapping these games with math, the higher the scoring, the, the more I found it doesn't work as well in my models. Okay, my model is built for more lower scoring games. It does much better handling those kinds of numbers. And it's not so much that the bigger the numbers are tougher for the math. It's that there's so many different factors when you're, you know, think about it. If you score a hundred points in a major or in in an NBA game, that's going to be a lot of two pointers, a lot of three pointers, but you're making, you know, like 30 to 40 baskets. That's a lot of variance. There's a lot of things that can happen in those trips up and down the floor compared to other sports where there's not as much much scoring. And before you go on, football is not a high-scoring game. Football's not a high-scoring sport. It is because one touchdown is worth seven points. But if you think about it, a a 24-21 game, that's just like three and a half to three. (laughs) You know, a touchdown is worth one, a field goal would be worth a half, whatever. Just because they make points up in football, oh, two touchdowns, uh, 14 points, right? That's two scores. That's two. So for math, who cares what numbers they make up? If soccer starts suddenly counting a goal for 15, right? And, and, you're, and you're up uh, 2-1 and it's the same as 30-15, to 15, does that suddenly make soccer a high-scoring sport? Of course not, right? So for football, just because they make points up, oh, this is worth seven points for a touchdown, doesn't make it a high-scoring sport. So uh, let's get back to the math, though. That's generally why, um, why the sports are tougher to quantify for me the higher the scoring. So that's one of the first reasons is the NBA, the high scoring, doesn't work particularly well with my computer. So that's the first thing is it's simply an issue of quantifying the sport. And I've always talked about this. If you really want to take bet, uh, sports betting seriously, you've got to find ways to quantify everything you see happen. Everything from the wind in a baseball game to an injury to whatever it is, a coaching adjustment. Like we need to know, okay, if Tom Brady's out this game, how much do we impact the line? If there's 10 mile an hour win this game, how much do we impact the line? All these things need to be quantified for us to do a good job handicapping it, right? So 
that's the first thing is high scoring. It's, it's, it's an issue of quantifying the sport, but it's not all math because I also bet college basketball and college basketball obviously is another high scoring sport. It's a combination of things. It's a combination of the high scoring and the fact that the market is so high is so uh, efficient. You see, the NFL is the same thing. The reason why I don't bet many NFL games is it's it's such a tough market to beat. There's so much information that's publicly available. You know, these lines are so sharp and so efficient. I promise you, if you look at an average day in the NFL and then you look at an average day in college football, you're going to find so many more lines in college football that are quote-unquote wrong compared to the NFL. There's not that many wrong lines in the NFL, just like the NBA. The NFL and the NBA are the two toughest toughest markets to beat in the world, not in America anymore, in the world. NFL is probably slightly number one, but the NBA right behind it, number two. There's so much money. There's so much information. There's so much liquidity in that market. If you're a brand new sports better, that's one of the first things I tell people. You know, if you're going to get into this, I've had several people ask me, you know, hey, I'm thinking about quitting my job, doing this professionally. You know, what, what do you recommend? The thing I tell everyone is don't start off with your favorite sports because everyone, well, everyone, a lot of people in America watch the NBA and the NFL and love those two sports. So they just naturally want to bet on those two sports. And it's like the NBA and the NFL are the two toughest sports to beat. Why would you immediately jump into the deep end with all these professionals with millions of dollars when you can be betting other sports and operating in shallower waters have much more of a chance to win? That's what I've been doing for years. I've been doing this now for six, seven years. I still don't largely bet the NBA and NFL for those reasons. And if you have an ego that won't allow you to not bet those sports, sports betting may not be for you. Because I've said this time and time again, the personality, your personality traits are part of what make you a good sports better. And if you've got the ego to say, hey, I can take any sport anytime, I think it's going to be a, a, a expensive lesson for you. So it doesn't all boil down to the math, even though my math doesn't work well with the NBA. It's two things. It's the math combined with the fact that it's such a tough market to beat. I mean, the NFL, at least in the NFL, there are betting tools and investment tools to help us. An example would be the teaser, right? The more the NFL lines are correct, what that means is the more efficient the lines, the more the outcomes of the actual games will fall closer to the spreads. If, if the spread is minus three, in 1995, games didn't land on three as much as they did now. That's the whole point with the efficient market. In 1995, if you had a minus three, the game may land on three, five to 8% of the time. Now in 2023, if you have a team minus three, they'll land on three about 10% of the time. You see, it's getting bigger and bigger. So that means there's less opportunity for value in the lines. So what can we do? We can create our own value, aka create our own variance with teasers. If lines are landing closer and closer, or if outcomes are landing closer and closer to the actual spread of the game, we can make our own variance by moving that line with the teaser, and now we've actually got a good bet in some situations. So the NBA just doesn't have that. Now, <laughs> let's be very clear here. You can still tease the NBA. It is a horrible bet. It is never profitable. Don't do it. Don't buy four, five, six points in the NBA. It's not worth it. I mean, it is. So they talk about a teaser, a sucker bet. Whew, that is a bad bet. But my point here is, in the NFL, the teaser is actually worth it. In the NBA, it's not. Okay, so there are opportunities in the NBA, or excuse me, in the NFL, for us to navigate. Even though it's a very tough market to beat, they give us things that are actually helpful in the NFL, but aren't helpful in the NBA. So 
I just have never wanted to bet the NBA because it's like, why would I just roll the dice there? I, I, I'm gambling. I revert to being, you know, no better than the average sports better in America or in the, in the world. If I, if I were to bet the NBA, I would be gambling. And that's not what I like doing. I like making good, smart, winning moves. You know, I know that the industry I'm in is considered the gambling industry, but I don't define what I do to be gambling. I define when I go to Las Vegas and play roulette, that's gambling. The gambling is is you're, you're risking something on an unknown outcome and you don't always have a chance to win. That's not what I do. I make winning bets. So over the long run, I play the role of the house and I can essentially guarantee I will make money. I can't do that with the NBA. So I'm not about to let an ego get involved as well. Well, you know what? A lot of the listeners are watching NBA. Let's give some NBA picks out. It's just not something I'm going to do, right? I will operate in waters where I'm comfortable, where I think I'm going to win. Well, I know I'm going to win long term. And that's not the NBA. That's college basketball, smaller sports, but not the NBA. So that's generally why it is. Two things. One, the models I use are better for low scoring games. And two, the size, the sheer size of the NBA market makes it so difficult to beat. I prefer to have my sports betting not be so difficult. So um, there you go. That's why I generally don't bet the NBA and that I will do it for today's show. But stay tuned. We'll come out with another one right after this. We'll talk to you then right here on Sports Betting Daily.